This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. The two minute drill. The two minute drill. Dan, um, it's easy to overlook the Bears' running game, but I think that could be one of their uh, one of their strengths, and certainly could be part of their method of beating the Lions. Deontay Foreman will be able to play this week. He was a positive update. Is that uh, is that going to happen? Yeah, no question. Uh, they, they're as healthy as they've been since the season opened, so I would fully expect that. The other part of this is the offensive line, uh, left to right, is going to be intact for the third consecutive game. The Bears have only had the same offensive line start three consecutive games in the Matty Rufus era once before. It was in the, the end of last season, in the, the, the late November, early December chunk of things. And so that continuity up front with that group now playing better together and playing healthier should be an advantage for, for the Bears' offense as they, as they push forward. The uh, score reported on the Parkinson Spiegel show and other outlets followed in confirmation on Wednesday that the Bears have scouted land in the South Lot that they potential as a potential building site for the next football stadium. It's that close to Soldier Field. We know where the South Lot is. I have toured it with George McCaskey. I wonder what George would do uh, in those games, in those cases. But what did you make of, of that report? I looked at it as due diligence and leverage uh, possibilities, Dan. I look at all of these like that at this point, David. I kind of shrug at, at a lot of things until we hear anything with uh, concrete thought behind it I, and, and literally and figuratively, right? Like I think, I think that there are many logistical questions that need to be asked about how you could possibly build a stadium there um, and continue playing at the one you're in simultaneously, you know, and, and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I don't know, like all this stuff is in such an exploratory phase for this team. And the first chance we get to hear from Kevin Warren, when the season ends, he's better make himself available for uh, a long, long time, because I think he's got a lot of questions to answer on a number of topics that are very relevant. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Lions injury report included Frank Ragnow, uh, limited. Uh, looks like he could be missing uh, another game. What do you think that would have on the effect of their ability to run the ball and protect the passer? No, I mean, it's a it's a, a deal, you know, and, and I think the Lee McNeil injured reserve uh, move earlier in the week is another one that, that hurts them on the defensive line. And, and so, look, like the Lions have uh, made their way up the NFL ladder with with strength in the trenches and particularly on the offensive line. And, and so Ragnow's absence is certainly notable. And finally, you wanted to follow up with some Kevin Warren thoughts because I think that it's a it's a worthwhile thing to keep an eye on. I think Kevin Warren is somebody whose role in the offseason uh, remains to be determined, is kind of vague, but I think we both sense it's going to be uh, – he's going to be impactful. Mark Gannis uh, from Sports Corps was on the Mullen Haw Show on Thursday morning and said – that the first thing Kevin Warren has to do besides some of these stadium questions is fix the football side. And he will be involved in fixing the football side. I thought that was a very strong comment by somebody who's in a position to know and and, and works in these circles, Mark Gannis. I, I don't think it probably surprised you, Dan, to hear somebody well, like that say that. No, and I'll try to set up a couple quick audio clips for us just so that, that people can hear Kevin's voice on this matter. And these are these are things that were taken from interviews I did with Kevin when I wrote that big profile on him before training camp started. And the last interview I did with him was on June 30th, just to, to timestamp it for everyone. And, and a big center of that conversation was about his oversight of Ryan Poles and what he thought of Ryan and how he was expecting to lead and evaluate Ryan. And so when I tell, tell you on this podcast that I, I am working with my own educated guess assumption that Ryan will still be in that role, it's just a guess based primarily on the conversations that Kevin and I had before all this started. This is well before the Bears were 4-8. and eight. It was well before they had turmoil inside the building. It was well before the, the season started. But I will let you hear with your own ears some of the things that, that Kevin expressed about Ryan, and then you can hear Kevin's voice and tell me what you interpret. The first uh, clip we'll play is just kind of the, the, the sentiments that Kevin had in terms of the strong, immediate bond he had with Ryan as they were setting a, a vision for the football team. This is the first time I've been in a relationship like this, and I just I just want to be his really his uh, his basically his his uh, uh, his sunshine um, his water you know just for his continued growth. Grown, He's yeah. outstanding, and and you know every person in their career who has achieved any level of success has had that person at a critical time in their career that was there, that was honest, that was demanding, but that was supportive and truly that you could truly, when I, I can honestly say, even though we've worked together for a little, little bit of time, we've worked together for a relatively short period, but it really started in January because I, we were doing all the transition meetings. But it's one of those ones, kind of how, like with my wife Greta, like, I was able to call my mom after the first date and said, I found my wife. <laughs> um, I was able to go home with Greta and tell to her after my first meeting with Ryan, I found my work partner. And I've, I've had that uh, really two times in my life in May. And uh, I had it in Coach Vermeil. And, and when you, when you, when you have that, that special relationship, you know, that, that you can, I mean, we're, we're businessmen, we're both type A people, you know, we know about accountability and we're going to be judged by the performance on it, but to have someone that you work with. So when people ask me, 
just like Greta said, she hasn't seen me as happy <laughs> and uh, you know joyful. I'm grateful yeah. to have that environment. Ryan and I can talk about anything, deal with any issues. We will not agree on everything, but to have that 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 relationship, it, it, it this is this is a really special environment. David May, who he mentioned there, is May Davis, his executive assistant, who he's worked off and on with for 33 years during six different stops in his career journey, uh, starting with law firms all the way through uh, the Big Ten and the NFL. And then obviously Dick Vermeil, who he considers a, a, a mentor. Uh, the last clip we'll play from Kevin is just a follow up was was just asking him about his uh, evaluation of Brian as he went into this with the oversight of the general manager. And I think it'll allow you to, again, hear in Kevin's voice the things that he went Went into this season looking to assess Ryan on. Here, here's uh, here's that exchange. Part of your responsibility with Ryan will be evaluating him as well and performance reviews. In addition to just straight up wins and losses and success, what are the things that that you kind of put as your barometer for that job? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the things I, I look at that uh, are you know work ethic, organization skills, leadership skills of his department, communication skills, uh, uh, decision-making process, decision-making process under stress, uh, wisdom, vision, foresight, uh, uh, desire to win, passion, you know, commitment to excellence. Um, And... uh, all of those different, you know, things are important, and, and you know, I think I know one area I can continually help help Brian on. Uh, I mean, just continually be there as a resource is to he he's so bright, he's so focused, he's so determined to be successful that he has to make sure that uh, that he knows that this is truly. This is an ultra marathon beyond even in marathon. Right. It's an ultra marathon and he has to do that. So he's going, he needs to make sure he takes care of himself. Yeah. Uh, Dan, when was that interview? June 30th. Boy, I tell you, context is everything. And <laughs> if you were to play those comments and, and, and as this conversation keeps going, we don't want, we'll, we'll get out of here in a moment, but I think, and then we're going to come back to this at some point. When you hear Kevin Warren six months ago talk about being the sunshine and the water to Ryan Poles' growth as an executive, and then when you hear him in the next breath, and I know this was a longer interview, but in the next breath talk about him needing to realize this is the ultra marathon, it removes to me any doubt that Ryan Poles is coming back. He's definitely coming back. He's definitely the guy that Kevin Warren made a quick decision and determination that he is the guy that can build the Bears into a Super Bowl champion in his ambitious mind. And he's going to help him by doing whatever he asks, but whatever he needs to make that happen. That's pretty powerful stuff when you hear it six months later. When you hear it in July, it sounds very, you know, I think, what what you think you should hear and what it's boy they've got the, what, they've got they get along very well quickly but when you hear it when you're considering all these future things that we're considering it hits a little different the nfl is a weird place things happen relationships fray wild uh twists and turns that we never saw coming happen but if you listen to those sentiments and you hear the conviction in kevin's voice and and the, the sincerity with which he praises ryan poles if he were to turn around on january 10th and fire ryan poles he would have, from me alone, 
45 questions about how credible his thoughts are on the people that he's leading, right? And Dan is out of it's out of character based on his career. I mean, he's not a he's not a flip flopper, right? In terms of believing in people, not that we know of. You're right, but yeah, you 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 have a right to have those questions. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it would be interesting to to, to play that for our audience, and they they can go from there. So that you know, look like this is the this is the storyline for the next five six weeks, and yep. uh, it gives uh, some valuable subtext, I think.